Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, is, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work For Him Zone. I hope you're never the same. You know, every day on I Work For Him, I try to bring on guests that will challenge the way you think about your faith and your work and how they're related. And about two years ago, I had a good friend of mine, Robert Smith, say, hey, Jim, you're really like a Nehemiah in my life. I said, what? I'm like Nehemiah. I said, I don't know anything about building walls. And he goes, no, you're really good at rebuilding businesses. You're really good at challenging people to go to the edges of their strength. And I'm like, really? So, and he showed me a picture of, uh, uh, he goes, I found this picture on the, on the internet from this place called the Nehemiah Project. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to check out this place. So I went out there and I'm like, wow, this place is all about biblical entrepreneurship. I said, I got to get somebody from that organization on my show. Well, two years later, I'd like to welcome the founder, the leader of the the Nehemiah Project, Patrice Saugay. Patrice, welcome to I Work For Him. Jim, thanks for having me. Oh, I'm just thrilled. You know, we got we got to have lunch together a couple of months ago, and it was such a fun thing. But after that, I read a story on the internet about how you, I mean, you told me a little bit about how you came to the United States, but you didn't tell me the whole story about how you came to the United States and how you were royalty. I mean, you didn't, you didn't talk about that when we were on, so you're very humble, but talk to me about your family background and how you came to the United States. Let's start there. Well, thank you so much, Jim. I'm glad to be here with your listeners. Um, I did grow up in a 
a family in Cameroon, uh, Africa, uh, that was uh, from a royal family out of the Anibaling clan uh, in in a village called Chung. Uh, my great grandfather was a uh, second degree king, and my grandfather was also was a third degree king. All that means is that the breadth of real estate that you control and the breadth of influence. Uh, and so my mother. Um, was a princess. I was not uh, born a direct prince. I was born as an indirect, as they say. You know, we call ourselves the Balisson too. And so, so my mother was went on to be a businesswoman. Um, and so, I grew up in a business family um, with all that implication I just pointed out. Came to the U.S. when I was 11 years old, um, and was sent to the U.S. both for an education as well as uh, for discipline, to just learn the value of work and be away from the family so that I can become responsible. And America has done that for me. So tell me how that then led for you. I mean, at least start the story because we're going to come up on our break. But at least tell us, how did that lead you becoming a Christ follower? Or did you well, come here as one? Did you come to the United I, States as a Christ follower? No, I was not a believer. Uh, I grew up in a religious family, but my family practiced two sets of religion. One, my mother, due to politics, she was also a politician, identified and was a part of the Christian religious community. Um, and then, she, and then, but also, my tradition is one of animus, you know, a worship of ancestral worship, uh, trees and, and the like. And so, so I grew up in that kind of dualism. I personally was not a convicted believer. Um, I actually had, had a disdain for Christianity. Uh, and so at 18 years old, while in America, my family went through a economic crisis that led to a season of great challenge for us and great concerns about our future. And so out of that season was when I was thrust into business as a matter of survival and as a matter of um, a way to, prov- to find means to thrust myself and become uh, and kind of uh, provide another means other than my family as a way to provide for myself. Patrice Saugay, he is the co-founder and chief servant officer of the Nehemiah Project. You can find out all about them online at nehemiahproject.org. Patrice, you were telling us how you came to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. Continue on with your story. Yes, so at 18 years old, due to this family crisis, I'm forced to take responsibility, which ushers me into business. That's all I knew. That's all, all I always wanted to do. I dropped out of college. And so along this journey, um, I start a, a social entrepreneurship project through a nonprofit to help others start and operate their own businesses. Because I realized soon, Jim, that this instinct of going into business in the midst of a crisis was not normal to all. Uh, not everyone had had the privilege that I've had. Not everyone have grown up in the family business. Not everyone had that sense of uh, confidence in the idea of business. And so I began to want to inspire others to, to be able to make those same decisions in moments of crisis, particularly youth and young adults, uh, particularly those who felt prone to drugs. And so along that journey, I met a Christian businessman who was uh, following a lot of the things that your radio program teaches, who inspired to be a marketplace believer and one who was 
honest and open with his, with his faith in the marketplace, who recognize that God has given him the resources and the privilege of being an entrepreneur so that he might be an example for him. And so out of that relationship, he became an intentional witness for me. And that's how I came to the Lord, through a marketplace believer. Wow. And that's really what this show is all about. We'd never know the impact we're going to have on people, but with intentionality and living like Christ in our workplace, we've got the opportunity to be Jesus to people who would never hear about him at church because they're not going to church. You know, you heard about Jesus because of a mar- somebody in the marketplace who was willing to share their faith and live their faith out in, in front of you. And that's the story of I Work For Him. I, I love that. Now, you're, you're from the continent of Africa, the country of Cameroon, but your wife is from Haiti, whereas yeah. as some people would say, if they really are from the, from Haiti, or, I can't even say it right. I know. I can't even say it right. But I've been to the Dominican Republic, so at least I've been on the same island, even though yeah. I can't pronounce it right. How did you meet a woman from Haiti? Well, we met at, at our work. Um, during high school, um, I had a, I got a job because I wanted to understand the meaning of work, and I like the social aspect of work. And so that led me to want to get a job. And so I happened to get a job where my wife was also a teenager working. And so we got to know each other, and we discovered that we lived in the same apartment building. We built a friendship. When I launched my business, she was the only one that encouraged me. Others said I was crazy uh, because I was the big spender, the big socializer, and I had totally transformed, wanted to be responsible, and wanting to secure a future myself, giving my family's circumstance. So I went from the party guy, the social guy, you know, the, the spending guy to the serious guy uh, kind of was, was not going out as much and everything from his business. And she was the only one of my, all my friends that kept encouraging me to do that and kept speaking life. And now I know it's life. She was speaking life into my life. And so I invited her to go in business with me, to join in business. She agreed, had no idea. She said, I know nothing about business. I said, I'll teach you everything. <laughs> so... We joined together, and the rest is history. Along the way, we started dating, and we got married. How long have you guys been married now? We, uh, it's going to be 20 years in December this year. Wow. That, congratulations. That is fantastic. All right. So God leads you into business. You've now got a lifelong partner in business in your wife. How did the idea for the Nehemiah Project come up? Because well, it's a fantastic idea. I mean, until I ran across it, I had no idea. I mean, I wish... 29 years ago when I went into business, it wasn't 29, 27 years ago when I went into business the first time, I had had a course like this. Yes, and a lot of people say that. Uh, in 94 December, I come to Christ. 95 December, not only do I get married, but God gives me the vision for biblical entrepreneurship. Uh, Jim, I, I, was, I was a humanist. Okay, I was one of those guys that believe good works, you know, can get you there out in those guys that believe in the, in the power of business. But as, from a human angle, uh, I believe that I didn't think it, it, it had to do with the heart as much as it had to do with just, just um, indoctrinating people into just wanting to do good. Because I grew up in a good family, uh, a bit corrupt, but good. You know, one of those families that we believe the means, the end justify the means. So I come to Christ, and I'm kind of, funding my salvation. I know I'm saved and it's really transformed my heart, but the question becomes, what? how does that connect to what I was doing? Uh, how does that connect to the sense of mission that I would believe I had? Well, a year later, 
God speaks to me the way you're talking to me now, in a vision. And he makes, he, he, he makes a simple declaration. Use entrepreneurship as a tool to empower the body of Christ and seek and save that which is lost. That was my mandate, Jim. Out of that, it took me two years to develop the curriculum. Out of that was born biblical entrepreneurship. And essentially, I walked away from teaching secular entrepreneurship, from investing in teaching entrepreneurs who were purely using business as a means to provide for themselves, as a means to do good, and as a means to advance their own agenda, to only teaching those who uh, were committed believers and saw business as a means by which we can glorify the Father and advance the kingdom. And then along the way, we also developed a curriculum for those who we want to witness to non-Christians about introducing this whole idea of business for the common good as a bridge to share the gospel and to hopefully win them over to then be a part of biblical entrepreneurship. So in 97, we held our first biblical entrepreneurship class. And then about 98, 99, I believe, uh, Nehemiah was born. Nehemiah was born out of a vision to take biblical entrepreneurship around the world. And so the Nehemiah Project, essentially, its mission is to build kingdom businesses globally. We have partners in 22 countries, and we equip them with our curriculum where they're able to raise up entrepreneurs in their own countries. So you've got – and the, all the learning, is it all online or is it some in classroom? Because you guys are based out of Oregon, uh, but yet you just said you're in 22 countries. Uh, so obviously the, the classes can be taken online. Are, are, is there availability to take it there? They, people can fly to Oregon if they want to experience the West Coast, or can they do it all online? How does it Class, set up to go? Classes can be held. And, you know, we have a network of certified teachers around the country that offer classes in various cities around the U.S. And then also around the world, I just came up from Malaysia, where I was with biblical entrepreneurs there. Before that, I was in France, and before that, I was in Kenya. Uh, this week, I'm in Orlando, uh, where there are biblical entrepreneurs. Last week, I was in Portland, where there are biblical entrepreneurs. Next week, starting on Monday, we're going to be having our annual conference here in Orlando, where we're going to have biblical entrepreneurs and our certified teachers and partners coming from different parts of the country, the U.S., and other parts of the world. So you can take our classes online in a city in a near you where we have live instructors on the ground. You can also take it, I'm sorry, live uh, in a city near you. You can also take it in another country, uh, or you can take it uh, online uh, as a group class or as a self-study. Uh, if they go to our website, uh, they'll be able to make the choice there as to what is the most expedient path for them based upon how long they want to take them to the class, their flexibilities, and, and of course, where they're located. All right, so when we come back from the break, I really want to talk about who these classes are designed for and 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 just the different pathways they can take. But I love the fact that people can they can go to a class and hear it live. They can learn on it online, and they can do this all over the world and all over the country. And I love even more that the Lord laid on your heart already. Your built-in passion was already there for entrepreneurship, but your intersection in your life with Christ changed that. And the Lord said, no, I want you to do, use biblical entrepreneurship as a, a, a to empower the body of Christ to take the gospel to the world. I love that. We have the privilege today of talking with Patrice Sagay, co-founder, chief servant officer of the Nehemiah Project. Find them online. Really, you need to check this out online at the it's not at the Nehemiah Project. It's 
nehemiahproject.org, nehemiahproject.org. Lots of great information out there. You're a an entrepreneur or a considering entrepreneurship. This is a place you need to go. Where You can't get these classes at church. You just can't get them at church. Maybe there's a couple of churches, Patrice, that are doing this, but you can't get these classes at church, but you can get them from nehemiahproject.org. Welcome back, Patrice. Thank you so much for being back, Jim. All right, so do you, I know that you you said you're in Orlando this week. You're teaching classes this week in Orlando. Next week you got your huge conference that you're doing, which I'm so disappointed I can't go to. You've got so you got in Orlando. What do you got going on in Tampa Bay? Do you have any partners, any ministry partners that are teaching this in Tampa Bay? We we do not. We do not. That's what we hope now with our partnership with you. We might be able to do some uh, seminar series there and hopefully plant a seed uh, to do some classes there and hopefully raise a local teacher or area developer that might be able to build biblical entrepreneurship, a strong entrepreneurship program in, in in the city. We have five basic steps that we use to help any individuals get trained and certified to launch this program in a city. Uh, they have to learn how to recruit because you need a, to be able to know how to identify and recruit uh, entrepreneurs or first entrepreneurs who are willing to be disciple on this material. Second, you got to learn how to train, how to organize classes, uh, be certified in them, and how to teach them or have a team that is doing so. Third, community. Um, we once we don't believe we're just offering classes, but it's about how do you intentionally engage them beyond the training into a community, existing communities, or or and have what we call an alumni fellowship uh, for biblical entrepreneurs, where you're ongoing, constantly building relationship and networking. And fourth, build. Uh, we believe that we're not just a training program. As I mentioned, state it's about building kingdom companies. Uh, how do you, through coaching, through connecting with other resources in the region, uh, we also launching our own venture capital fund through financing, how do you help build and expand uh, kingdom companies that have metrics that I'm, that, that I'm, that are able to measure their kingdom impact? And lastly, measure. Um, you know, what are the processes by which you measure the success and the impact of transformation in that community as you do these five things? So you're looking for maybe, you know, I guess I would call it like almost an area director, somebody, that is willing, somebody that's willing to say, hey, I want to take Nehemiah Project into Tampa Bay and start impacting Tampa Bay by training up and raising up biblically-based entrepreneurs, people that maybe are already business owners that want to really learn how to turn their company into a kingdom company, or people that are thinking about starting a business and want to learn how to do it in a Christ-God-honoring fashion. So that's what you're looking for. Somebody that... that well, well said, Jim. Okay. Well said. And then so, they will start up at first being a teacher or by being a host and then bringing others who can be a teachers. So really the best way for them to find out about this, if they're considering, maybe they're at their halftime part of life. You know, we, have, you we talk it. about halftime on the show all the time. They're at their halftime of life and they're saying, how can I take my business skills and grow a ministry? Because really you're growing a ministry, but it's a ministry focused on business, which, I, right. which I love that. So That's right. Uh, they can get a hold if if they are interested. They can email me, Jim at iWorkForHim dot com, and I can That's connect right. them up to your assistant. Or you, you, if they go onto your website, is there a place they can connect up on their website? Yeah, they go to our website. They can just just go to info at Nehemiah Project. They'll they'll gather some information, and our office will coordinate with them and talk about how to get started. Uh, all right, fantastic. All right, so I think it's probably really appropriate that we just talk about the kinds of people that you want to take the biblical entrepreneurship classes. This isn't just for people that are thinking about starting a business. 
right? It's also for correct. people that are already in business, right? That, that is, as a matter of fact, about 60 to 70 percent of our student population, at least in the U.S., are existing businesses, with about 20 to 30 percent of them are pretty sizable, five hundred thousand above. Okay. All right, and and so the other forty are for people that are con, con, contemplating uh, a new business. You got it, and, okay. and some do not even start businesses because our first our, our courses are three parts: principles, practice, and planning. Many we take our principles course. Um, you know, they learn a lot of great stewardship things and learn the biblical world of business and really learn the fact that God owns it all and that we are mere stewards and that we are all called to be profitable in whatever we do. And some of them recognize that, you know what, business is not the most profitable path for what God has called them to do. And they're therefore redirected to be great employees, great stewards in the workplace, working for other people, and maybe in some cases even other kingdom companies. But for that few who are called to entrepreneurship, uh, they continue through the training so that they can enhance their existing business or start new ones. All right, so let's start with, uh, you've got three classes, Biblical Entrepreneurship 1, 2, and 3, and as you said, principles, practices, and planning. Let's just, let's just start digging them out a little bit because each one of these, let's talk, each one of these classes, how long do they take? If I'm doing them online, how long does it take? Uh, the total course content is 16 hours of direct content interaction plus, uh, an additional, I would say, probably one to two hours on average of homework assignment if you're doing it online. Um, and so you're dealing with about 16 hours of direct contact content with about one to two hours of, of activities if you want to go all the way. Um, uh, BE1 or principles is 16 hours of live class, BE2, 16 hours, and BE3 is in two parts. It's a 16-hour part one. And then 16 hours part two, because you complete the planning class with a custom-made uh, kingdom business plan that reflects both the viability of your business, the clarity of your call, and how it connects to your business, and the kingdom impact. And, and I can't tell the audience more. I mean, there's there's some great books out there on how to start a business. But, you know, like The E-Myth is a very good book out there on how to start a business from scratch. But the but to get this from a biblical perspective and be taught it and have discussions with people and to be in a class with other like-minded people and be able to ask professors or teachers the questions along the way, that is such a privilege. You're talking, so 48 hours of his 50s, 64 hours of class time. Is this possible to complete this in a year? Yes, and most students do about six months to a year uh, to complete. And by the way, those who complete the entire training are eligible to receive an, a three MBA credit, three MBA cross credit from Corby University out of uh, out of uh, Oregon. Or if they go to, if they're going to Belhaven University, you can apply that there as well. Belhaven will provide uh, MBA course credit for those who complete the entire program with a business plan, but they have to be they have to be attending Belhaven in order to qualify for it, or have to be enrolled in the Bell Haven program to do so. But with Corbin University, they don't have to. They can be going to any university or they can go to any university and take that credit and transfer it over 
of course, it's up to that university to accept it. But Belhaven will offer that to them if they complete all, the entire course. Okay, so that's the online approach. Let's talk about the going into the classroom approach. If somebody is doing the classes and they're going to take them in a certain, let's just say it's Orlando, because people here in Tampa Bay, there's nowhere for them to take it in Tampa Bay, but they can take them in Orlando. How long how, what, do you have enough classes for people to finish this in a year? Uh, oh yeah, doing classes Defin- in a year. Definitely, we we have a we have a commitment to what we call full cycle training. Where within three months of each other maximum, there will be a class offered uh, to allow you to complete your program. Um, so BE1 is, is uh, 16 hours. That's two full days or two half days in a full day. BE2 is 16 hours, two full days or, or two half days in a full day. And then BE3 is 16 hours plus 16, 30, 32 hours total, two full days. Um, and or two half days in a full day plus 16 hours online. And so, and because of our commitment to have a follow-up class within three months of each other, uh, you can complete the class, the whole entire program, minimum, minimum nine to 12 months. And really, when people are considering going into business, nine to 12 months to get a biblical perspective, and you're not just teaching the biblical perspective uh, to this, you're teaching them how to be an entrepreneur with a kingdom mind, being kingdom minded. So they're getting the perspective on how to do a business properly, but to do it with a biblical perspective and, and having a kingdom worldview. That's so powerful to learn both, both of those things in uh, so much time. We're talking today with Patrice Sauguet. He is the co-founder and chief servant officer of the Nehemiah Project. You can find them online at nehemiahproject.org. It's really the path to biblical entrepreneurship. And you can, we were right before the break and we got hustled out to the break. Right before the break, Patrice, we were talking about not only can people take this class online, which it takes about a year, but they can also take it live in classroom, but that, that, this prepares them to launch a business or to relaunch a business and really all with the perspective of I'm going to make money in my business. I'm going to do a really good job in my business. At the same time, I'm going to be intentional on reaching people for Christ. That is correct. That is correct, Jim. If it was not for a kingdom business person, I would not know the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, and so we believe, and, and many of those who already are in business for themselves, the reason why they come to book entrepreneurship is because of that eternal perspective. They want to know how to be intentional about um, uh, carrying out the fulfilling the, the Great Commission or carrying out marketing ministry through their businesses. And we provide, by the way, a 100% money back guarantee uh, for those who enroll in our training because we believe that many times when you take Christian training, oftentimes its, it's only advantage is that it's biblical it often falls short of the practical nuts and bolts that we used to when we take pure secular training. Well, biblical entrepreneurship is not that. Biblical entrepreneurship combines the best of the of science, the best of natural, the best of entrepreneurship process, and the best of uh, a biblical framework. So you're getting a really a biblical a biblical uh, entrepreneurship MBA uh, when you take BE. Uh, and that's why we write money back, money back guarantee, because we still believe in it. And and to this day, Jim, not one person have asked for their money back. And and our money back guarantee is no questions asked. All you do is submit a letter, just saying I took the training. You got to finish the course, of course, the module, 
and just say, hey, I was, unsat- I was not satisfied. You can keep the book, and we'll refund you all of your money back. That, that's a huge testament, and, and that's really why I wanted to bring you on the air today. I wanted people to hear about this. I, I really want... I'm hoping that somebody listening today is is either the person or married to the person that says they've been wanting to use their business skills for the Lord. They're maybe a little later on in their life. They're thinking about retiring from their current job, but they really want to use the business skills, the entrepreneurial skills that they've got. I really want somebody to sign up and say, hey, I want to be your guy or your gal or your team here in Tampa Bay to teach biblical entrepreneurship, one, two, and three, representing Nehemiah Project here. And that's, I, I, I really think it's fantastic. I hope I, after we've got our, our our merger all complete for I Work For Him and Trust Services, I'm really hoping I get to take these courses because this is, I would I have always told all my friends, I'm never going back for my MBA because I could teach the courses. But I want this. I want to take this because I want to hear your perspective. I want to gain it because I work with business owners all the time, and I'd love to hear. I, I want to learn what you know. I want to learn what you know, and I never want to go to seminary. So, well, Jim, as a gesture of goodwill, we will we will provide you at no cost to you be one, so you can experience it for yourself. That we can tell your listeners uh, about. It validate for yourself exactly the impact of this training. My office will reach out to you and make sure you get it so you can experience it online as a way to see exactly if it does have the stuff. So what we'll do is I'll take BE1, and then we'll have another show, and we'll talk about it, and we'll talk about let's what I it. learned. That would be a good thing. It, it is a done deal. All right, so let's talk about the principles. Let's let's break out each one of the segments. I want, I want to talk about what you're, what you're teaching about each one of the in the three classes, but then I really want to talk about your Young Biblical Entrepreneurs Program. So let's make sure we leave enough time for that. All right, yeah. so in principles, in, in BE1, Biblical Entrepreneurship Class 1, you talk about principles. What is that about? Well, principles uh, deals with laying a, a biblical framework of entrepreneurship. You know, the word entrepreneurship comes from the French word entrepreneur or undertake. Uh, so an entrepreneur is an undertaker, or a better word, a better translation in English is an initiator. And so in principles, you, you really learn how to be an initiator for God. You know, what does that look like? You know, so we begin with an introduction to biblical entrepreneurship where you learn about you, you learn an example of God initiators in the Bible, and you learn about God's uh, God's economy and how that works, and the and the kind of principles that God wants His initiators to adhere to. We learn about character, attitude, identifying opportunities, taking calculated risks, solving problems, biblical stewardship, um, biblical profit, and then we conclude with goals and responsibilities. And so, really, it gives a a, the DNA, it is our most popular class, Jim, our most transformative class, and it provides a DNA of what it means to do business for and with God. You know, when we had lunch, you said something when we were talking about that first one that, that I loved this. It's when God's timing meets preparation. What did you mean by that? When God's well, that's, timing that's, meets preparation. Yeah, that's how we define identifying opportunities. We have redefined all of the terms. Because we believe that in order to create a biblical worldview, we've got to go back to the redefining the words, because the worldview is in the definition of the word. And so m- most of us look at an opportunity as something you chase, something you go after. But we look at opportunity as when God's timing, meaning it is God orchestrated, it is God's uh, the design meets preparation. Our job, Jim, is to prepare for the opportunity, allowing God to create a timing, and we've got to just know how to discern it. Hmm, I love that. Okay, so that's BE1 principles. So 
practices. Biblical Entrepreneurship 2 is all about practices. Talk about what you're going to learn in that class. Well, of course, no entrepreneurship course will be complete without really dealing with the mechanics and nuts and bolts of business, such as how do you identify, clarify your business idea? Except we look at it, how do you align your business idea with your calling? Um, biblical economics, so we deal with the basic economic uh, theories, but from a biblical perspective. Understanding uh, financial statements, understanding marketing and sales, but we look at it from a biblical approach. Uh, biblical management, uh, we look at financing a business, uh, market research, uh, putting together a business plan. So we look at the same basic mechanism or a practice that you will learn in an NBA business program, but except we look at it from a biblically world view. You know, how, how does God look at research? How does it look at planning? How does it look at financial statements? Why is it important? Many people are afraid of numbers. Why should you not be afraid of numbers? Because as God's stewards, financial statements are an instrument of stewardship. What does that mean? As a student, how do you use it as a tool to analyze, as a tool to plan, and as a tool to look out for the herds that God has given you stewardship over? Mm, I, I love that. And, and really, that's the – do you have a book? Have you written a book on all this stuff? Or you, you, don't want, you want people to go through classes? You don't have any of this in a book form. They actually uh, well, have to go to classes. Well, there are several books that, that I've written and many that are also coming out. I got a book on succession about to come out. There's a, a small book called uh, Biblical Entrepreneurship. That's Introduction to Biblical Entrepreneurship. That's like a – it takes with the, the first lesson of Biblical Entrepreneurship and kind of turns into book format. We have weekly devotions that come up. To go to our website, I have a, I have about 300, 300 to 500 writings on our website on all of this stuff. If somebody studied our website today at night, Jim, yeah. they would have taken our course. Uh, <laughs> cool. and, and, and we're publishing – we have a strategy to publish in the next – 10 years, about one to two books a year so that we can get all of this published in book form so that people will never have to take that class again and they can have it in book form. Of course, it's not to do with our classes, but it's just we recognize that not only so many people can take a class, right. while a lot more can read books. Right. Okay. So let's, let's move to Biblical Entrepreneurship 3. What are you teaching in the last class? Well, of course, no entrepreneurship program will be complete without a completed business plan. And and so what we do here is we take the, the approach that there is a differentiator between a secular approach to planning and a biblical approach to planning. So we introduce planning from God's perspective, which essentially means this, Jim. We help the students come to a place where they recognize that it's not that you are putting together a plan but rather is that you are tapping into God's mind and God's heart to uncover or discover the plan that God has for your business or for his business so that you might then know how to document it and how to ex execute it. The example I want to use is Moses' uh, experience with God when God revealed to him the, uh, the, the Ten Commandments or when God revealed to him the, the blueprint for the tabernacle, mm -hmm. you know, where it wasn't so much that Moses had the layout, it's that God gave it to him. His responsibility was to document it and go ahead and execute it. That's biblical planning. And so it's, it's a really uh, out-of-the-box look at planning. You know, in, in other words, it's planning without you doing all the thinking. It's planning 
with you really spending time in prayer and fasting and hearing God's heart concerning the business he wants you to do or change or evolve or adopt and being able to capture it appropriately, document it. By the way, the Bible teaches us so that others may run who read it. So the plan is not just for you, Jim. It's for those who God has called to co-labor with you. There's just so much there. We really should have planned two different shows for this, but I really want the audience to hear, not only are you looking for somebody to be that area director to help explode biblical entrepreneurship here in Tampa Bay, but you've got this program called, I believe, Young Biblical Entrepreneurs or Youthful Biblical Entrepreneurs, but you've got a program for inner city kids, kids that, well, talk about it. You don't have a lot of time. You've got about a minute. Talk about Young Biblical Entrepreneurship. Well, First of all, it's not just for inner city kids, but okay. it's for all young people ages 11 to 18. Okay. Imagine young people around this nation being able to learn this, these concepts starting at 10, 11 years old, so that like Jesus, they can be able to declare at 12 that I must be about my father's business. We do it in the form of a business camp. We do it in the forms of in school. Schools can adapt this curriculum to offer as an elective. Uh, we're going to be rolling it out nationwide starting uh, in January of next year, uh, beginning in the Pacific Northwest, uh, as well as Orlando and other places throughout the country, and eventually online as well. Our desire, Jim, is this, is that 20 years from now, we don't have to repeat what we're doing now, because 20 years from now, there'll be 20-year-olds who have taken biblical who have taken the young biblical entrepreneurship class and will now be able to enhance or start businesses based on that rather than taking our class all over again. When you just got done, it was about two months ago where you did one of these classes in Orlando. And what I loved, what you said that at the end of the class, they present business plans and they get voted, uh, you know, the top plan. And the, the person, the kid that graduate or that uh, gets voted to have the top best plan, they get 500 bucks towards their plan, don't they? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a huge version of Shark Tank. As a matter of fact, next week <laughs> in Orlando. <laughs> it's uh, not the, a nicer, two, more gentler version of Shark Tank. That's though. right. The two kids that won the competition first and second place. They'll be we'll be doing the adult competition next week in Orlando. All right. The two young kids will be defending their plans again to showcase to the adults what they'll be able to do in one week that many adults take three to four months to do. <laughs> we need to start looking at our workplaces like a mission field and recognize that in our mission field, we may be the only Jesus our coworkers and employees may ever meet. But what if your employees, your coworkers, learned about your desire to share Christ from your business plan? If it was actually built into the very corpuscles of the design of your plan. That's what we're talking about today with Patrice Saugay. He is the co-founder of the Nehemiah Project. Find him out about them online at nehemiahproject.org. Patrice, you've got a minute. Tell me, tell our audience who the perfect candidates are to join up and take these classes, the biblical entrepreneurship classes. Who's the perfect candidate? Established company, anyone who desires to start a business, or anyone who desires to be a better steward over their talents and skills, recognizing that God has a call for all of us, no matter what vocation we are part of. And that call can be deployed in the marketplace Monday to Friday, and their desire is to learn how to do it faithfully and profitably. Any of those people are great candidates for the biblical entrepreneurship course, recognizing, however, that as they're go through the modules, 
that the last module particularly is uniquely designed only for those who business is their unique calling because that class is not to learn how to put together a business plan, but it's actually put together one for a real business and not a theoretical one. Patrice, last question really quick. How many graduates have you had of the Biblical Entrepreneurship Program? Over 10,000 to date. That's fantastic. Patrice Saugay with the Nehemiah Project. Find him online at nehemiahproject.org. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Jim. God bless. I hope somebody out there listening is going, man, I'd like to get connected to a program like that and be the area director for the Nehemiah Project. Check them out online at nehemiahproject.org. What did you learn today about how we're going to take the city for Christ? What did you learn? How are we going to take this city? You know, I never, ever thought about this, but we learned today that we can impact our workplaces by being intentional with our business plan. And that's what the Nehemiah Project is talking about, helping those of us out there that have an entrepreneurial leaning to be intentional in building the kingdom of Jesus Christ into our business plan. Not only learn how to run a great business, but to build a biblical perspective right in there, to have a look at to be able to take a look at what does the scriptures have to say about this? I know there's people out there listening, they're going, wow, I just never thought about that I could take a class to learn just this. What a great idea. You know, there's an epic battle for the souls of our coworkers and employees, and our enemy takes it so seriously. Are you taking it seriously? Are you willing to take that commitment to start praying for your coworkers and employees by name each and every day? If you are, go to iWorkForHim.com and click on the iWorkForHim Nation flag and sign up tonight. And make the commitment to start praying for your co-workers and employees by name. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower and I own my own business, but ultimately, I work for him. (laughs) 